Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of X Vlog Live. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And once again, folks, I have brought out the big guns known Ooh. as I Steel Rain, co host <laughs> of one of my favorite shows on Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Living Split Screen. He gives it to you live, raw, and uncut. Brother, thank you so much for being here. Look, Mr. Boomstick XL, look, um, it's always uh, of great appreciation when you ask me to be on. And if I got the time, you know, I, I got to put on the cape, uh, put on the full <laughs> outfit, because people like to say I like soup guys in suits. But neither here or there. I got to get fitted up for you and come in and just chop it up with you, man. Um, always enjoy being within your kingdom, boom. Uh, so anytime that I can sit down at the round table with you, I'm always... Uh, here for you man so i appreciate well, it well i i definitely appreciate it and we have we have a great story uh but, but actually a bunch of great stories to talk about uh there was a todd howard interview that was a couple of hours uh very yes. very riveting things uh regarding his relationship with phil spencer his uh his trust in xbox in microsoft mm -hmm. after the acquisition uh some big news for starfield specifically but as great as some of those hot takes were from God Howard, as he's known to many in the community, it's his absolute genuine vulnerability 100%. that was on display there that I don't think many people picked up on that I really want to get into. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about Xbox Series X winning Black Friday, one of the hot uh, yeah. top five products. And you know what was right along with that? What you see on your screen here, folks, Call of Duty. And who has the marketing rights for Call of Duty? Well, that would be Sony SIE proper. And they didn't even make the top 10, folks. That's something to be said. That's something to be talked about. And we're going to break that down along with some massive Game Pass announcements in the last couple of days, folks, that are strategic bombs that have been dropped by microsoft a lot of people a lot of new people have xboxes or will in fact have an xbox for the first time this holiday in the series s which was under 200 dollars in some yeah. places depending on where you looked and also the series x which again i would have never bet that the series x would have outdone the series s because of price but somehow folks it did uh but you know what before we get into all of that there are a couple of shout outs that i would like to do first of all last night's primetime gaming now as a host sometimes the s hits the fan at the last minute and when you put these shows together some of the hardest things to do is have guests lined up it's one of it's one of the most difficult tightrope walks that I personally do, which is why I have mostly steady panels because trying to get people, because listen, remember you, you, you know, when I, when I do, when I do a guest appearance, I'm taking time away from, uh, yeah, from Mrs. Same, same mm -hmm. thing for everyone that, that works with me. So it's, it's sometimes it's a hard ass. So it's not a guarantee to have people on your show because they have to, a want to be there right. and B they, they have to make concessions sometimes. Well, last night turned out to be, it started out to be a nightmare. Um, ACG, which is a big get for the channel. I mean, the guy is closing in on 800,000 subscribers. I love ACG. You know, we just, we haven't had our schedules be able to, to, to you know, to, to, to meet. And he had reached out to me, say, hey, boom, I'm, I'm available. And what happens? His whole family gets sick. 
So obviously, this is a family family first podcast. Go take care of your business. Poor Kaysante and his whole family are sick. Uh, Crispy Bomb, my brother from just across the way, because I'm, I'm in New Rochelle, he's in Connecticut. He lost power all evening. He had 100 mile, 100 mile an hour winds. Crazy. And it blew down all the power. So that's three monster guests that are out. Well, thankfully, um, I was able to get King David, uh, Mav uh, from Fun Speculation, and of course, John Wolf, and everyone along with myself and the mag, and of course, uh, Wandering Dutch, um, and uh, Everborn Saga knocked it out of the park. If you missed last night's show, it was phenomenal. Like, honestly, it was really so well done. And so, and again, it just came out was, that yeah. way. And there's someone I want to shout out in the chat because, you know, when we steal, and you'll appreciate this, when we Ooh. do these things, when we make these shows, when we put mm-hmm. the time and the effort into the thumbnails and into the topics and into giving our, and especially for you, your raw, uncut opinion. Um, we get messages sometimes that really make you sit back in your chair because you don't know what your words are to someone else across the pond, down the block, or in another, or even in another country. 100%. Uh, and I want to shout out the Hooded Canuck 7691 Ooh. because he says something in here that just made me really appreciate not only what I do, but it makes you wonder... Uh, it, it does give you the the, 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 the the pat on the ass, so to speak, on why we do it. He says this, folks, and, I, and if this was a private message, I wouldn't say anything because obviously it would be a private message. But he threw it into the chat. I want to give him a shout out. He says this, boom, you got me out of writer's block as a writer. I can't tell you how much of a help you have been to me to get my so. creative flow back. I thank you for everything that you do in this community. I consider you one of the big, uh, one of our biggest leaders in the community. Boom! I think lots, uh, lots here would agree to that, and that's 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 crazy to, for someone to say that who doesn't Thanks. know me. And I appreciate the the kind words because, again, we're not owed anything, right? We do this for fun. We do this uh, for the community. We do it for ourselves a lot of the times because this is, you know, this is. The world is tough right now. So this, for me, especially when I was going things through my mom, obviously, you know, my mom passed away in October. For months, forget. folks, it was it was hard, man, watching her deteriorate the way she did. And it was this that kind of got me through it, being able to, you know, talk to others, even if it wasn't about the subject, just to come out, come out here and talk yeah. about video games and get my mind off of it. It was a big deal. But listen, folks. Let's open up with why you're here, and we're here to talk about video games. Now, I pulled this story from VideoGamesChronicles.com, and of course, it was written by Chris Scullion. I've heard you mention that name many times, Mr. Steel Rain. (laughs) Uh, The Xbox Series X was one of Black Friday's top products, and it was considered, and this 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 is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. And it's a bigger deal than just, you know, ABK and everything else right. like that. And I'm going to tell you why it's big, it's a big deal. Because when you get into the conversation of the everyday people, not mm-hmm. the diehard the crazies like us, right? Like Call we're team. diehard gamers. We bleed, cut us, I, blue, I, 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 I bleed green. The other person greens red. And the other person green, uh, bleeds blue, right? Because we love our console so much. But when you hear that the Xbox Series X 
the more expensive of the two consoles that are available for the Xbox platform mm -hmm. are in the same conversations of toys, the top five things for the holidays. That is a big deal. But this, this steel rain is why it's a bigger deal. Now, one mm -hmm. of the things that you notoriously say almost on a weekly basis is the words value proposition. You're always talking it's about true. that with Pong Soul. And value proposition, folks, I think is going to be something that we're going to be talking about for quite some time, simply because right now, as great as Nintendo is, Nintendo is one of my favorite brands. I play the Switch, and I tell you, every day for two to three hours with Mrs. Boom. She loads up Animal Crossing on the screen. I load it up on handheld mode, and we sit there together. And we sell turnips, and we build homes, and we go over to each other's islands, and it's it's a wonderful three hours of our life. We do it every every day. We do it at uh, at some point because that's how much we love the game. Sony has had a banner here. Say what you want about whether you like the over the shoulder and story driven, and all the mm -hmm. games look the same. I like that. That's why I have a PlayStation Five. Right. God of War. It's as great as they say it is. Last of Us wasn't on sale because Boom didn't buy it. Because if it's 30 bucks, I'm buying it. If anything higher than that, nope, not buying it. <laughs> so I'll get that eventually. Gran Turismo, eh, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. It's, 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 it's a bump in the road, I think. It, I, I think it was disappointment. And then, of course, Horizon, what could you say? Yeah, it had bugs. Yes, they've addressed the bugs. Yes, a lot of it has been fixed. Some of it hasn't. That game is gorgeous. I mean, that game is so good to look at. Yeah, like, I'm sometimes, I sometimes look at it and I'm like, I can't believe this is a game. This is crazy. So Sony, for their part in 2022, has had a banner year. Can't argue that. But as we are here on an Xbox podcast, folks, mm -hmm. not talk about Xbox. That's what we're here to do. And yes, was I one of the big proponents? What I, was I one of the big podcasters out there, so-called big anyway, that had went out there and, and, and gave them the righteous smoke that they deserve? Yes. Microsoft, in regards to first party, didn't do what a lot of us expected them to do. But we know the reasons why. Right? There are a lot mm -hmm. of in the question, well, did they do it for regulators? Did they do it because they wanted more polish? Who knows? Whatever the situation was, they didn't deliver on first party. But what they did deliver on, Steel Rain, is value. And the amount of games that are in Game Pass right now are starting to turn the tide. Because I think that, you know, five years ago, Steel, ten mm -hmm. years ago, subscription services were not a thing. People were, mm -hmm. were not no. privy to what goes on. They were like, yeah, I know Netflix. We were trying to decide whether we wanted to cut cable or not. And From internet. Days, that's right. That nowadays, everybody has a dozen subscription services. So Game Pass is no different, especially when you have children that want to be a part of the conversation. And right yep. now, the world is tough for families. Because it's tough for families doesn't mean they shouldn't be a part of the gaming conversation, especially if you want to deliver for your kids. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. Steel, it was just announced. Uh, it was it, they did it very descriptively, uh, you know, with a, with like a hangman kind of a thing yesterday. You know, right. a big game coming to Game Pass, Lego mm -hmm. Star Wars, folks, coming to Xbox Game Pass. That is a big deal. That's a big deal. That's all nine films in one of uh, um, um, 
now who who makes it uh travel travels tales yeah tt games tt games makes that and by far it's probably their greatest triumph when it comes to lego games it mm-hmm. was amazing i'm playing and i bought it i feel mad that i bought it yeah i, no, bought, I bought it too i bought it with all the dlc and everything and mm-hmm. i'm like man this is a great this is a great this is great timing because everyone's you know getting potentially new xboxes for their uh for their in, in for christmas or hanukkah or kwanzaa yep. whatever you celebrate steel value proposition seems and again this is just an opinion i don't have any documents to say otherwise i'm just going to go based on my opinion seems to be turning the tide with xbox do you see that value proposition is going to be what propels microsoft in front of these other two uh you know behemoths in nintendo and sony because again Right now, it's hard to put food on the table, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to play games or have things for your kids to play. Yeah, and I and I, I hate when people try to make that argument like, oh, if you can't afford it, you shouldn't be playing games. And it's like, oh my God, here we go. Um, yeah. I could see some of that conversation back in the day when you did, you, it was the choice. 60, 60 set plus ga- uh, dollar games way back, uh, way back when, even on cartridge. So it's like, uh, that's a different timing though. Um, nowadays, especially with services and everything, and especially in gaming, uh, where I believe that services could be more fulfilling to the, even to the common user um and that's mainly because of the time spent right um now i know you could you could bring up an argument well you know you spend time watching tv shows right um the new wednesday that came out on netflix supposedly it's a it's a it's a home run the show is great everybody loves yeah. it I haven't had a chance to watch it yet but i do have netflix my daughters have watched it. my wife's watched it. everybody else has watched it but me but I'm never going to get rid of Netflix because there's always something that ends up coming into that service. What separates gaming from those types of services or television is that is the interactivity and something about the interactivity. Um, once you start putting effort into a game and you find something that you like, you're t- you tend to not you're you're going to not get rid of it, right? And that's the what I think the main advantage to a service like Game Pass or PlayStation Plus, whatever the service may be, um, in gaming can be very versatile and be very forthcoming because your time investment is different. Uh, you feel like you're more part of the world that you're um, that you're enjoying, watching, playing. And that just does something, I think, mentally for people um, versus just watching television. Um, again, Kids and why so serious brings up a good point in the chat. Kids are super spoiled today, right? Um, kids they don't are, have man. that same <laughs> like how me and you grew up, where um, and I believe I've done part of probably part of the last generation that had this experience, but we grew up and we had to make that choice. Hey, this is the game that I got to enjoy for this amount of time, and I got to make a good decision. If I didn't make a good decision, well, I'm either going to keep playing the game or I'm going to go tra- try to trade it in or something. Well, you so, know, it's funny, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm much older than you, probably the old, probably oh. one of the oldest guys here. I'm 52, like I'm the old man in the room. And if somebody is in their late 40s, early 50s, you'll be able to uh, equate what I'm about to say. Back in the days, my, my pops would take me to Toys R Us or, or Play World, as it was. Child World was another one here in, in New York. Um, and they used to have like a giant wall, right? Like a wall of games. And under each pamphlet, there were like you used to take your, you know, you go in there and you take your, 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 
your paper out and you go to the cashier mm-hmm. and, and you would pay for it and you'd go to like this little booth and pick it up. If you if you're old like me, you remember. Um but how we used to be able to buy games wasn't that we just would watch a screen or go to the internet or read a magazine. Nah, no, we would just... flip <laughs> the, 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 the game up and we'd look at the back screen. We, we wouldn't even read. We'd be like, oh, that looks great. Okay. That's, yeah, how I, front that's, cover. How I, that's how I remember buying Castlevania. Yep. Front cover, back cover. What does the inside booklet look like? Oh my um, God, yes. Does the story look interesting? I, that's, that's all you had where now you literally have people playing games for you to demonstrate to you whether it is something that is going to pique your interest or not that's why a lot of the time i always say you as a grown individual who is in the gaming space you should have an understanding of what you like within gaming right and if you don't then it is important for there to be something of value to you especially as a newer gamer as a typical consumer because this is the always the perspective that i try to come from as a typical consumer whether you guys want to say oh all they play is this this and this whatever game you want to throw out there it takes one game to be part of a service for them to try out this next game vampire survivors would be an example okay now let's see we're getting monster hunter rise potentially in game pass who if these like games are in this service that one game turns into three games and those three games and i'll always will make this statement and whether it's one to three games i personally feel like that you that takes care of that subscription for the year because this is not like we're paying 30 to 50 bucks a year for this and at the end of the day i understand uh, almost 200 a year for a subscription service that's giving you games can be a lot for some people how would you feel spending $60, $70 for every game that you might be interested in? Yeah, I mean, to might. your point, I mean, again, we're, we're not mathematicians, but I, I, by, by, by any stretch of the truth here, but three games in the current forecast uh, are $70 games each. Just do the math, right? That's, you know, so that's over $200 uh, for three games deal, um, and you're paying $180. Uh, and, if you're, and if you're savvy, if, if you're a savvy, you know, a gamer, you can wait for a sale for like Black Friday or, or the end of the year sale where you can get these three months uh, cards for 17 bucks for $23. You know, the other thing is like people act like we didn't rent games either. So what, so what is the difference? The, I feel like the rent service, the rental service, everybody likes to call Game Pass. So I don't know why people don't use that for the opposition either. Um, they don't consider that a rental service. It's only Game Pass. It's a rental service. Um, although you can still buy the games, you have almost full access to the game. Well, no, not almost. You have full access to the games. Most games stay in there mm, at least six months. So when I, when I was running games, I remember them like really narrowing down game rentals to like one to three days. Your movies that you rent on your whatever system that you get, forty eight hours. Only have forty eight hours. Yep. <laughs> and you're paying ten dollars damn near for those movies sometimes. They used to be five bucks rentals, and now they're eight ninety nine, dude. Yes. And you're paying. And at the end of the day, if you waited for that DVD to come out, you're probably going to get a. You're going to get a better quality version of what you're streaming, but it's convenient, right? Oh man, that's the conversation that we're moving into. 
again, I always will speak on it. The age of accessibility is right now, right here. It's not just about helping people that may not be as uh, adept or inept to help uh, to do certain things. That's why we have different, why Xbox has made different types of controllers to help uh, more people be able to play. But it's also part of the reason why they want to expand it to the mobile market. Oh, we want to, it's not just, oh, Xbox just wants to monopolize everything. I mean, last I was told, people said Xbox doesn't make great games. So why are people worried about them dumping into the into the mobile market? Because they are making good games. They're giving quality items. They're giving you something of, like you mentioned in the beginning, like we started with, value. And value is always going to be in the eye of the beholder. The only difference, though, we're trying to reach 3 billion people versus the 500 million that have been capped out between PC and the console space. Because that is the only way that we're ever going to expand. Like, again, how many people have to come out and tell you, hey, these types of games that we're making, they cost two, a hundred plus million dollars. Your God of War, for an example, costs a hundred million plus million, a hundred million plus dollars. They're not always going to, they're not, they don't want to wait five to 10 years to reach 30 million sales. No, they want more, they want more money up front. And regardless of how people feel about that, the best thing, the, the thing that people tend to forget also right now in this gaming space, we as the people have the most impact. If we literally chose not to buy something, which this will never happen, but if we did, the game would flop, the, the entire publishing arm would look at things differently and things would be done differently. We've seen it with Xbox trying to raise prices. We've seen it with PlayStation trying to do specific things also. Now they let this whole $70 thing go through, and that's just going to be the new standard as we move forward. But we can continue to preach that we want full quality games because we are also at a point, again, people don't want to talk about this, where we're getting more broken games, but we're paying more money for it. So why not have something of value where you can decide whether this broken game, in most cases, not all the time, but these broken games are worth you investing time in to keep in your library, yep, or you need to move on. I that's, agree. That's my perspective. Yeah, no, I and it's a great perspective. Obviously, like I said, uh, may and, and what, what's interesting, folks, uh, and and again, like I said, this is this is this is an Xbox centric uh, uh, show. Um, when you talk about Xbox, uh, more times than not, we're going to mention PlayStation. Uh, specifically, sometimes we're going to mention Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo is, you know, they they're not considered by many to be a you know quote unquote part of the industry but which is the most foolhardy and ridiculous thing i've ever heard considering the fact that they just had uh two pokemon games sell 10 million copies in three days uh, on one platform when you look at the other side and again this is this isn't a stab we steel and i were talking about this uh, in the green room and i thought it would be a great conversation for the direction of where consoles are going specifically Mm -hmm. the xbox console them winning Black Friday being one of the top five products for Christmas is such a big deal. Yes. And it and it would have made more sense to me. And this is why I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around this, folks. If you would have told me the Series S at under under two hundred dollars 
in some places would have been that 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 lead i would have been like yeah that's that's not a surprise the fact that i'm here i'm sitting here telling you i have a big like uh a solid snake question mark over my head the series x what well what are we talking about here and it somehow made it into top five products of of the holiday that's that's a feat in itself and i bring that up because when this is this is how you know the change is coming now nintendo the switch is gonna is making breaking records like it always does right no big surprise there uh you know obviously this is why we don't we, we don't pay credence to reviews because the reviews for uh, the two pokemon games were awful and 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 nintendo has addressed it that they are embarrassed and big patches are coming so great on them um thanks to miles don pierre which speaking of which not only do i love miles i got that guy is one of my favorite people in gaming I'm going to be a guest this Saturday, folks. That's right. Windows Gaming has offered me a slot to sit Ooh. down with Miles Dompierre for Xbox Chatter Days. And I'm going to be his special guest uh, this nice. Saturday. Uh, so I'm very excited for that. I love Miles. Uh, it was because of his video that I went out last, the other day. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. And I bought the, the, the Scarlet um, Pokemon Double Pack. And it's on the way. And it's going to nice. be one of my first real Pokemons because it's open world. Because I, yes. I, I never it's really played Pokemon. So I'm going to play this. I'm actually yeah. going to sit in front of my TV and fucking play this. And it's my first Pokemon. I'll tell you what. Of- I'll tell you what, Boom. I personally believe, regardless of how people uh, feel about the performance issues and everything else, Pokemon has still demonstrated that it is probably one of the better turn-based games um, especially adding the open world element and the co-op. Yeah. The game, the gameplay is, is immaculate. It's a, <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it. It, it's another perfect example of a game just being a game. And I know graphics and everything matters with why people should speak out on that. Say, Hey, this game runs terrible. This system is behind. How much longer? Where is our Switch Pro? Where are you going to bring these games to other consoles? That is the missed opportunity. Yeah. that they have and game freak isn't even first party yeah yeah they're not it's it's crazy but yeah mm-hmm. more games that that but again we're getting more games that are games this generation also which has also been extremely integral to the whole value proposition to just being invested in different ecosystems and just different companies just giving something that you feel is of value to you right because at the end of the day, that's what it is. They're all fighting for your time. They're all fighting for your buck. They're all fighting for uh, your attention. Absolutely. And, and, and really, to close out this particular point, what I was talking about, and this is what, and still had brought this up, which I thought was great, you know, 10 million copies in three days. That's bonkers, right? Yeah. They also have an award-winning uh, game that for every one out of five uh, Japan players of the Switch bought this game. I'm talking about Splatoon 3, a shooter, a first party shooter that uses uh, ink. And Third somehow, uh, yeah, and, and somehow <laughs> they don't need Call of Duty. That's that's a horse of another color, right? We won't go down that path because we've, we, we, we've done that dance. But my point that I'm trying to make here is this is how you know the tide is turning. Xbox Series X wins Black Friday, one of the top five, uh, uh, you know, toys or uh, items for the holiday. And I, and I, again, I don't say this to be facetious, folks. 
I bought the most expensive digital edition of God of War, and I'm not sorry that I did. But guess what? 117 million PlayStation 4s and 20-plus million PlayStation 5s brings it up. And again, this is shooting from the hip. I don't have the actual number, so I'm going to give them some potentially more than they, they, they deserve. That's 137 million PlayStation units in the world available to buy a first-party game. Folks, I'm not saying it to be facetious once again, but they only sold 5.1 million. If it's closer to six now, that's awesome. Six million copies of anything is a big deal. But when you compare it to something like the Switch, which sold 10 million Pokemon copies in three days, it's probably going to sell another 10 before the end of the year. Right? When you look at what Microsoft is doing, Sony Sony put out their put out their you know their their, their government information to the world. Twenty nine mm-hmm. million subscribers, only counting Xbox. They're probably over thirty. Sony is slipping. Uh, that that's a fact. That is an absolute fact. When the PlayStation Five has been made available, was readily available, right? You, you don't think that $50 price hike hurt Sony Black Friday? Yeah, it did. It absolutely did. Uh, and, and that's coming off of God of War that just released last month, which is today is only the 1st of December, to a raging tens across the board. Mm-hmm. They're, they're starting to slip, and they know it. And that is where we're going to end here. Uh, I do want to talk about, uh, real quick, some stuff that's coming to Xbox Game Pass because Jacob Novick drops the first... $5 Super Chat of the day. He says, hi, are you kidding me, Phil? Lego, Star Wars, and Hot Wheels. This is a big W, no- and there's more than those already have Star Wars, but regardless, it's no- a W. And what he's talking about, folks, is a press release from the Xbox uh, uh, social media team, and these are the confirmed games so far for this for December. Uh, they have a, a JRPG coming out called Chained Echoes. Mm. They have another top-down RPG that looks very pixel art Zelda-esque mm-hmm. called Eastwood, which East Ward, which looks fantastic. Hello Neighbor 2 does nothing for me, but the kids love yeah, this love game. And of course, it. here's the comp- here's a couple of the big bombs, folks. High on life. I can't wait. Oh my god, that's coming. Uh Hot Wheels Unleashed Game of the Year Edition, all DLC included. That's pretty dope. Lego Star Wars, obviously the Scar- Star- Skywalker um, saga. Really good. A lot of content. Um, Rainbow Rainbow Billy, which looks to be like a platformer, kind of has like a, a a Powerpuff Girls kind of a look to it. Okay. Uh, the Walking Dead, uh, uh, Simone. Uh, uh, we have Potion Craft, which is for console and PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally reliable uh, delivery service that was out on Game Pass. That's coming to P- uh, PC and for the Xbox One. Um, Metal Hellslinger is coming. Oh, wow. Uh, you know what, That's folks? Cool. I got to be honest with you. If you that? only take three games and you buy them here, there goes your year worth of subscription service fees for Xbox Game Pass. I got to tell you, they continue to knock it out of the park. Uh, oh, wow. We got a, wow, we come, we got a couple. Quite a few Super Chats come in oh, here. Yeah. From, yeah, I, I got I to gotta give him a massive shout out. First of all, Master Clowns X3. He's very, very generous. Dude, I don't know how... First of all, I don't know how you do it, uh, number one. And I don't know if I actually deserve it. But he drops, folks, 
not one, not two, but three $20 Super Chats. And heck, he doesn't even say anything. Thank you for the outstanding generosity. I can't thank you enough. Trust me, that that, 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 that generosity is uh, uh, paid forward. And obviously, I'll say it again. I said it last night before we close out the show. Mrs. Boom and I are doing something we've never done before. Uh, it is the biggest... Uh, he drops a, a, a fourth $20 super chat. Thank you. He's hitting it out of the park. Shout out to Master Cloud. Good Thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, we're doing something that we have never done before on this channel. Oh. Uh, we uh, we love giving away things. We love helping people out. Uh, it's just it's just part of our DNA. Uh, we're giving away $1,000 in the two-hour show. Uh, that's Ooh. never been done by anyone oh, yeah. that I personally know, to be honest with you. Many of the big podcasters... Um, again, I'm not not saying that we're better than anyone, but no one that, as far as I watch, has ever done that kind of a giveaway. The first five hundred dollar, uh, five hundred dollar worth of of, uh, of one hundred dollar gift cards to your choice. By the way, uh, if you want, let's say for instance, you kind of uh, you need the money, and you say, "Boom, I'd rather not take the gift card. I'll send you the hundred dollars on PayPal. No problem." Oh, that's dope. Right. We, we will pay yeah. the transfer fee. If you're outside of the country, we will we, we recognize everyone. We will pay. Uh, we will pay the extra money for denominational value differences. If you're in a different country and your value is more because that's what we do. Um, so everyone is if you're if you come in and you're supporting Double Barrel Gaming and you're having a tough time and you need that hundred dollars, we will give you the hundred dollars. You don't have to take it as a gift card. We will give you the cash. That is just something that we want to do. And we're doing it a week before Christmas, just in case you need the time to go buy that special someone a gift. And that's what we do. And that's what we're going to do. First $500 goes to channel members. The second $500 goes to anyone in the chat. And we're doing that the third week of, the, of, 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 of December. So not uh, this, not, not this uh, Friday or the following the third Friday, we're doing it. It gives again, it gives, it gives people enough time to take that money and potentially use it for a gift for someone that they might not have the money for. If you win, that that's just what we want to do. And if it's and if you need the cash, tell me you'd rather have the the uh, we, the only way I'm going to send you money is if you use PayPal because we're covered. PayPal mm-hmm. makes sure that we don't get ripped off. We don't do you know Zelle or anything like that because it's 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 too risky. PayPal or gift cards, either or, are yours. And Master Clowns drops another outstanding $20 Super Chat. Thank you for that, dude. I, I cannot, dude, I don't even know what to say. That's just crazy. Um, but listen. I Good point, to- Rel. Uh, real quick, my fault, boom. But yeah. Rel also mentioned in Game Pass, um, they also released, well, I, don't, I think it's actually free to play, but Xbox released Gundam Evolution. It's another, it's like oh, an yes. Overwatch type clone game, um, but that's also a part of the service. So Listen, you, you can't, you can't, he, he drops, Rel drops a $2 super chat. Thank you for the generosity, Rel, and thank you for being oh, yeah. here, brother. That's a name that I don't recognize, which means that you might Shout be a new you. viewer, and if you are, consider subscribing to the, 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 the channel. We definitely appreciate that. We're on the hunt for 12K, um, but listen, Steel, I, I want to talk about the interview from uh, two days ago. Uh, now, this interview uh, caught wildfire, uh, and the interview I'm talking about is with Todd Howard. Mm-hmm. Todd Howard is the director of not only Indiana Jones, which we haven't seen yet, but he is the director of, of course, Starfield, one of uh, 2023's biggest games. It is the biggest Bethesda game 
uh, probably for the company in over a decade. This game has been in his mind for decades. He just yes, didn't have the technology to do it. Well, the interview came the way of Lex Friedman. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, and this is what I tell everyone. Um, YouTube is a vast plethora of incredible talent. Um, and uh, even though as big as this guy is, and if you don't know who uh, Lex Friedman is, it's okay because neither did I. Well, a, well, um, Todd Howard was uh, interview number three hundred and forty-two. So he's he's interviewed three hundred and forty-one people. Some high caliber interviews that he's done. Um, he is currently sitting at uh, two uh, uh, um, two two point two million followers on Twitter. He's currently sitting at 2.38 million subscribers on YouTube. So the guy is legit. And this particular video, which lasted this interview, I should say, was two hours and 44 minutes. It's up right now. I will add the link in the show notes so you can just click and go watch it. If you have three hours, folks, uh, go check this out. Because uh, one of the things, I mean, there were a lot of questions uh, that were asked. Uh, there were a lot of big answers from Todd Howard. Uh, one of the questions that were asked, and I'll, I'll, I'll get Steele, I'll talk about this with Steele when he gets back. One of the things that kind of continues to bother me is the exclusivity question. I, I, I just don't understand why that's a question, folks. Like Phil Spencer said it. Pete Hines has said it. Uh, um, Sarah Bond has said it. Aaron Greenberg has said it. And now Todd Howard had to say it again. And as much as, like I said, this guy is like legit genius. He is a scientist with MIT. That should say pretty much everything. Now, whether you appreciate or you don't appreciate his interview, the way he does his interviews, a lot of people have some issues with it being very drab. Geniuses are usually like that. Uh, I quite enjoy his interviews. I, I kind of like the way it's just... Him sitting there with potentially someone that like a Todd Howard, he's like, yeah, no big deal. I'm just interviewing Todd Howard. I, I would be stuttering over myself if I interviewed Todd Howard, to be honest with you. Um, but what I want to talk about, and, we'll, and when Steele gets back here, we'll give his, his he watched it as well as I did, uh, his opinion on what he thought of it. Why I wanted to talk about this today isn't so much the substance of what, Todd Howard said it was what was on display steel rain right okay he's just a guy right he's like us he's a human being he cut him he bleeds he puts out a product and he it doesn't get the 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 uh the you know the excitement behind it he's disappointed he's a creator creators like us put a lot of a, a lot of uh pressure on ourselves to deliver well he said something that I thought really made me love him as a human being and as a creator mm -hmm. even more. And he said this, folks. Our games are not console sellers. And that's why I have this pressure on me to deliver this product known as Starfield. Now, of course, that those are not his exact words. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I don't have it right. written in front of me, so I'm just shooting from the hip with it. But it's that vulnerability that is on display that makes you appreciate the work that him and his team are doing 
he has pressure to deliver this game that was delayed. And he talked about the delay specifically about how difficult this delay was and why mm -hmm. it was done. Mm -hmm. And he said it in a way that he, you could tell he was disappointed, that he was heartbroken mm -hmm. that this game that he put a date to, 11-11-22, he put his name on the line and had to then go and delay, and delay this game at the last moment, in the 11th hour, if you will. And the fact that he is putting everything that he has into making this game not a typical buggy Bethesda game as, oh, well, it's, you know, it's, the, it's Bethesda bugs. We just love those bugs. This game is expected to launch pristine and perfect. Now, is there going to be bugs? Well, probably because it's a giant freaking universe, and I'm sure that there's going to be things that they miss. Steel Rain, for you personally, what what jumps off the page, you know, uh, you know, with this interview? But before I do get your opinion, mm -hmm. I got to thank Otherworldly Gaming, who drops an outstanding and ridiculous $20 Super Chat, just like Master Clowns did, I think, multiple times. Clowns, I can't thank you enough. Otherworldly Games says something amazing. Just wanted to say I love the show. And your awesome upcoming charity really moved me. Rock on, boom. Thank you so much for that. You know what? Listen, dude, it's all about paying it forward. Uh, I am blessed beyond words. I get a chance on a weekly basis to sit down with incredible people like Steel Rain and Pong Soul and King David and Mav and, and Mag and all of these incredible Web Dave and someone that's new to this community, Justin Saiyan. I, I get a chance to sit down with these people every week and talk about video games and then on top of being blessed to do that i somehow get upwards of five six seven hundred people in a live chat with only eleven thousand subscribers it is mind-boggling to me much love that i have that kind of success but again i understand i work hard but nothing is guaranteed so i am humbled by it and of course your words are fantastic thank you so much for that but still rain please continue what 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 jumps off the page for you during this incredible interview by lex friedman well boom i'll just start with the last one the last points that you made um when he was talking about uh the disheartening feeling when you were talking about the disheartening feeling he had when he was speaking on delaying starfield right to me because bethesda and the entire zenimax now being under xbox they are under a completely different circumstance now, right? Um, this isn't, hey, we're, you know, trying, we're funding our own games. It has to be out at a certain time. Hey, we'll release it or our community will fix it. Or um, we also know that some of the, well, a lot of the community considers us uh, bug Festa, right? So now being under the Microsoft team, now being under Xbox, they have a lot more room to, especially for a an IP or for this idea that Todd has brought forward that has been something of his over the last couple of decades. And he's spoken on this multiple times. And every time that he spoke and that he speaks on it, um, it just, it comes out a little bit more passionate than the time previously. So it kind of lets me know actually internally um, as someone who's not typically a Zenimax or a Bethesda fan um, or of any of their games that, he has even some has a huge confidence in this game, but also feels the pressure because, like you mentioned, boom, um, this part of the delay I do believe was 
a Todd Howard decision to say, hey, well, I want to make sure that we give the people a complete experience. Hey, well, if this is going to be a maybe maybe him and Phil sat down and um, they had a conversation and Todd kind of re reevaluated things after that conversation was like, you know what? This is going to be pretty much the flagship title for the Xbox console. What does that mean? And throughout that entire interview, you can tell what the industry means to Todd Howard, what his games mean to him, him to, to himself, especially when he talks about the open world aesthetic, when he also when he talks about, hey, we're really the only ones that do what we do in our games, which is taking an RPG and giving you letting giving the player access to the point to where you can put your hands on anything. You make a difference in the story. And seeing how he wants to, the way that he was talking about evolving that and everything too, there was a lot of points that were brought up in, in that interview that, again, me as a, I'm a super casual Bethesda fan. The last uh, game that I was interested from them was Elder Scrolls Online. And I don't even know if uh, Todd had his hands in that at all. But that's what drew me in. Um, that's the, the thought that I could be a werewolf, the thought I could be a vampire, the thought I can do even before finding that out, that was like the icing on top, but going through that journey and experiencing it and coming to understand what Pong speaks to about that, just that open world feeling and going in a direction like they, like people felt with Elden Ring, where you go into a direction, you just get lost in the world. Not because, oh, the girl, the world didn't tell you where to go or whatever the case, but more so because it was like, man. Can I go over there? And you do. And then you find whatever you find in that direction. And it's like, man, what if I go in these other directions? And then, you know, 100 hours later, you're not even on the story path anymore. That's see that that that's see. And that's the draw. Right. That's the draw, because what they do with their games, unlike many others. And again, many others have followed their lead in regards to, OK, here's the path. And this is once you start down the path, now we start to see, like like, like uh, if you're looking at the roots of a tree, it goes a little to the right, a little to the left, and keeps going, and it brings you into these different scenarios. That's probably what made um, The Witcher 3, for so many people, fantastic. Yeah, no, I'm 100%. That's exactly what it is. Um, but nonetheless, I, I just feel like, at this point, if anybody had any doubts about what Starfield can possibly be, uh, again, I guess you should need to go back to Skyrim or you need to go back to some of these other games that they have made um, because this looks like to be a love letter to the industry for yes. those types of games. Todd Howard, from what I can understand from him, and again, uh, you guys feel however you want, but from what I can take as somebody from the outside looking in, I'm not a... Again, I'm not a fan. This is not, um, I don't see him as God Howard. I only call him that because my brother from another poem he does, yeah. calls him that. <laughs> but for Todd, for Todd and from what I care about from the industry is, you know, listening to devs, seeing how they make games. Like, for an example, uh, I forgot who did it, and I, and I hate that I can't forget their uh, that I forgot their name. But somebody else just did a uh, an, interv not, an interview or a documentary on Crystal Dynamics on um, talking about their 30 years in the history and everything uh, here recently also. 
so when you see these types of interviews, you see these types of people talking about uh, what has been because it wasn't just like, oh, here's Starfield. Let's talk about Starfield. They throughout that interview. It's like he talked. He talked about his career. Yep. But the interviewer did it in such a way to where. And again, I believe you said he was a scientist at MIT. Yeah, he he's he's, he's a big that. brain. That dude, that guy is definitely eccentric, but but in a great way. Right. And this way that he started the interview, you could kind of tell it opened Todd to answer questions in a different way that he wasn't yep. necessarily familiar with, which led him down some of the paths that he went. Um, again, Todd, it's, it's hard to say. You you can't say that Todd isn't one of the best creatives in the space. Look at the games and what they've done. Um, Skyrim is still relevant to this day. Uh, like who and who can you you can't say that that's a fluke. I, I don't know. Uh I'm excited about this Skyrim space feeling that people just come to uh, describe uh, the Han Solo simulator. This <laughs> I'm extremely excited about space travel overall. Um, and what's also kind of amped it up to that level for me is Mass Effect has made me because I've just played Mass Effect Legendary Edition last year. Right. That's my first yeah. time ever playing Mass Effect. All three games. Mass Effect has made me look at what I am has made me look at what I want out of an RPG experience or a single player experience or a story driven game differently. Yeah. I want control. I want the feeling that, Hey, when I do something, it has an impact on the world. Hey, I, and there's only so many games that do that and will hit for me. I'm hoping that Starfield will be that from what I'm hearing. That's exactly what I like to hear. The outfit, the customization, being able to do all these other things. And people can say, oh, you were able to do that in all these other games. Yeah, but this is also in space. And people can say, oh, well, you can go play No Man's Sky. Much No different. Man's Sky is not going to be this, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's still different. And that's what I'm interested in. And there, again, I've got, it could be because I've gotten older, because I've played different games, there's different styles. And now I'm looking for something that is saying it's going to be a true next gen experience. Yep. This is considered a life stealer, this kind of a game, right? Yeah. This is, you know, say what you want about World of Warcraft, say what you want about Elder Scrolls Online or Fallout 76 or any of your mm -hmm. favorite you know, open world uh, MOBAs, right? Or, or MOBAs or, or, or your MMOs, whatever mm -hmm. you enjoy playing. This is a single player experience right. that is going to, a story is going to be told by what you put into the game. So right. Think about that for a second. Think about what they are trying to do here. When you say procedurally generated worlds, sure, they're going to have planets that we're all going to go to. But there are going to be those water cooler moments that you're going to be at your, uh, at your friend's house or at work. And you're like, yeah, I was playing Starfield. Man, I lost time. I was out there for eight hours. I didn't know what happened. But I went to this one planet, and it was called such and such. And I found this mm -hmm. weapon, and it's I'm killing it now. Now I'm destroying everybody. What, 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 where was that? Where did you find it? Oh, yeah, it was in the galaxy. It was one of those worlds that just popped up. We're all going to have different experiences. Think, think about what they're offering you. They're, they're literally allowing you to create your own Starfield story outside of what is being put in there as, you know, your, your standard story. It, it, it's, it's an incredible thought 
that that is actually going to happen. But Steel Rain, before I let you continue, brother, Quabini mm -hmm. Gaming not doesn't drop just one Super Chat. He drops two. And the first one of $5 is boom. The Xbox Series X was the top item for Black Friday, not one of five. See that? I think, thank you for the clarification. It was number one. And it also sold 66,000 units more than the PlayStation 5. Folks, the PlayStation, the play, play, SIE proper, shot themselves in the D by raising prices during a time where people don't have an extra $50 to buy your console. And that's why they bought a Series X. And that's why they bought a Series S. And you're going to see that continuing. He drops an additional $2 for says, Don't know if you read mine, but here's two more. Thank you so much for the absolute incredible generosity, Quabini Gaming. We also have uh, Jacob Novick drops an additional $5 super chat and says, if people wondering, a Minecraft Live confirmed the release date for Minecraft Legends, spring 2023, a four-person mm. co-op demo plus the first speaking mob creature. Okay, oh, wow. I mean that that's that's pretty dope. I I can't, I can't argue with that. Listen, I loved Minecraft. Uh, I don't play the game. I, I like the RPG one. That's right. more my style. Um, I play I played it so much it was ridiculous. I haven't been back to it in in a minute. Definitely want to get back there. But uh, please by all means, Steel Rain, continue your point regarding the Todd uh, Howard interview. That really is if again if you missed it, folks, it's two hours and forty four minutes. Uh, if you got some cleaning to do. If you got some wash to do, if you got a long, you know, uh, you have a doctor's it's a appointment interview. or something, give it a listen. You are going to be, it is very, very good. It's very well done. Um, and uh, what Todd has to say is, for, at least for me, very impressive. No, 100%. And Casual uh, K is, is, is touching on one of the points that I was going to jump into next. And he says that he thinks that the community couldn't fully mod um, and colonize the galaxy. And that's exactly what, um, Todd Howard also has into consideration because one of the questions that got brought up is like, hey, well, like, how do you, how do you approach these games? Do you like anticipate players spending decades in your game? He's like, no, I mean, that's not necessarily like something we take in, that we look at up front, but it is something that we have taken into consideration now where because look at what our previous games have done. We obviously have to think that way. And we do openly uh, we open our arms to the modern community and everything because they do drive constant engagement to their games. Um, and that's why they brought it over to the, to the uh, console space. Uh, that's why they want to make sure it is going to be their day one in Starfield too, so that people have those options to really um, explore the universe, however they want. Um, there could be potential for them to have a co-op model, whatever the case to open it up even more. Who knows? Um, the, the community is going to go crazy with this and it's just, for me, it's 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 definitely there is a lot of potential here. Again, you can only base it off of what the previous titles have done, whether you're interested in those types of games. And as someone who's typically isn't, this is definitely speaking up my alley this time around, man. Um, it has me hype. I think they're gonna hit all the right notes as far as Starfield goes. Um, I just want to see more from it, right? Uh, I am also very interested in that first and third person perspective because that does look like they put a little bit more or a lot more effort in the third person uh, perspective from what we've seen from trailers. So I, hopefully a lot of those options are there for me uh, day one because I'm going to be the third person guy wanting to play uh, that way because that's how I enjoy that. A lot of those experiences. Me too. Yeah. But 
Uh, I don't know. It's one of those I would definitely suggest, like Boom mentioned, definitely check out the interview. Uh, it, it was well worth the knowledge that he spit in there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is it's kind of neither here or there. If you don't necessarily care about the industry, then you probably won't enjoy the interview. Um, it's literally one of those. Him kind of deep diving everything, listening to his thoughts, hearing other people kind of come from or hearing the interviewer just a- ask questions in a different manner. Uh, that he was not that he may not necessarily be used to. Uh, so you get some different kind of answers, man. And again, to, to pick a brain of one of the most talented uh, game creators in our industry, uh, it just was extremely interesting. So I would say, check yeah, out. no, I, I agree. I, I think uh, I, I think that it, it's 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 worth your time if you're a, if you are a fan of Bethesda, if you are a fan of Todd Howard specifically, and why wouldn't you be? The guy is just he's aces. Like you, you can tell. When he's out there speaking, that's that's the guy. Like that is the guy that you're listening to. He's probably like that in real life. So I love that about him. Uh, I love this interview. Again, I didn't know who Lex Friedman was. Now I yeah, do. I'm a follower. I'm, I'm one of his two point um, two point three eight million subscribers. Because why not? That's a pretty big interview. Uh, we also have a couple super chats coming, and we have one more topic we're going to get to. We have first of all. Timothy Heatland drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "No clip is that the the uh, is that the documentary he did? I I don't know if if that what what you're referring to. This interview was from like two days ago. Like I said, I'm going to add it to the show notes when we're done, so you can get over there and watch it. So it's one click and you're in. We also have another monster super chat coming from Carl Andrews Jr. Welcome back, brother. He drops an outstanding twenty dollars super chat and says, Sony brought." bought Crash Bandicoot, Ratchet and Clank, Uncharted, Last of Us, Horizon, and more. Xbox bought Halo, Bioshock, Mass Effect, and then they built up their library so Sony can do the same, just making excuses they can't uh, um, love the show. Yeah, listen, folks, here's the thing. Don't make excuses for Jim Ryan and Sony, okay? They've been the market leader for 22-plus years. Let's let let's not cry crocodile tears for the market leader that they're going to have to get off of their throne and actually do something different. Okay, the reason why they're in trouble the way they are isn't because they don't have the talent, folks, is because they got fat and lazy uh, siphoning off the the monies from Call of Duty. That's Mm -hmm. why we don't have a SOCOM, because they were very content with having Call of Duty and the marketing rights and holding content back from everyone because they sold consoles because of it. Let's 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 be real here, okay? I, I, that's all I want to say in regards to what uh, Carl Andrews uh, Jr. is saying. Don't make excuses for the market leader. Let them be better. Mm-hmm. You know they, they need to be better, and they need to stop raking us over the coal. And I say us because I have everything PlayStation here, along with all my other stuff, and they nickel and dime the S out of everyone. And quite frankly, it's frustrating. Okay, don't defend the market leader. Don't do that because that's ridiculous. Um, But I do want to move on to the last topic. This is a small one, but I got to give Jez Corden a huge shout out. He did it. He did an article the other day on windowscentral.com, which, of course, I will again add to the show notes so you can check it out. And apparently there was a, a new achievement system pitched at the uh, at an event called the Microsoft Hackathon, um, and apparently it is something that uh, 
a lot of people have been asking for. I, I, I mean, I love achievements, but I think they're a little bland, right? Like, I, I love when it pops up. I love when the diamond thing pops up. But this is this this new achievement system that was pitched during this Microsoft hackathon uh, is something similar to the trophy system over on PlayStation, where they call it medals. Now, I don't know who's going to agree or disagree, but I got to be honest with you. They look pretty cool popping up on the screen as opposed to just the achievement. Um, he goes on to say uh, this, folks. I recently had the opportunity to check out some of the hackathon projects for myself thanks to a trusted source. And a couple of Xbox-oriented projects certainly caught my eye, though one project included a Windows handheld mode, a show for Windows 11 that converts the interface into something more suitable for gaming on the Steam Deck, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, but he goes on to say that this 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 new tr uh, this new trophy-like system is something that he thinks has a lot of legs. Uh, this Microsoft Hackathon 2022 event saw more than 10,000 inventions compete for the grand prize with more than 68,000 employees across the world taking part in what Microsoft describes as, folks, the world's largest private hackathon. You know, I mean, again, not the biggest story of today for sure, but do you feel that, you know, that, uh, you know, that the, even though they are, the, you know, they, remember, trophies came because of achievements. Uh, they did it, started with the 360, and they started, you know, I mean, I love, I love trophies. I, I you know, I love the accomplishment of getting mm -hmm. something for something. Do you think that the actual achievement system kind of needs a bit of a refresh, if you will, Steel Rain? Um, personally, uh, this is probably going to be a topic that I'm probably going to be a little bit more uh, one-sided on, mainly because achievements were something that i used to care about but not because i wanted to get my number up uh, it was more so because i was already part of an ecosystem um and i just i felt like if i was going to play a game somewhere i want to play it where my achievement is going to count and as i got further into let's say gaming my my gaming life right uh, i'm 30 now in the way that I've played games, I've had to come sit back a few times and realize, especially jumping back into PC gaming, um, because I did have to take a break for, uh, well, you know, some about five years or so uh, due to personal reasons, trying to grind things out in life and kids and whatnot. But uh, but jumping back into PC gaming, it's kind of made thing, me look at things because I was at a standpoint to where it was like I was I wouldn't play games if it wasn't going to give me any achievements. Um, I just felt like I, it wasn't getting counted for something. And that made me personally feel some type of way um, that not anybody else. It didn't mean anything to anybody that was around me or anybody in the community. That was before I found out people even cared about that thing. And I still don't care about it. Uh, personally, if you're one of those people that you're an achievement hunter, um, you feel like the achievement system needs to be reworked. It has been a while since there has been an update. So I'm, and I'm always about rejuvenating things so that um, people like myself who don't care about those types of things uh, can feel some kind of care for it, right? Or whether uh, we're getting kind of compensated for our time right i know the rewards program right now if you use it right you could probably get about five to ten bucks a month um just from using what you get in game pass or uh in your game pass uh subscription and everything if you use it correctly um i don't 
I think what would be more interesting to me is just rewarding me for my playtime. Right, ah, okay. uh, awarding me for being in that for being in the ecosystem, uh, for me putting 300 hours into whatever game that I'm playing. That's what I want to see developers do because right now there's a lot of games that don't value your time. There's a and I don't mean just because oh you can't pause it. No, but like what do you get at the end of it, right? And I know that's kind of selfish to say because we we get to a point to where well you're just gaming to have fun, and you're right, I am just gaming to have fun. But wouldn't it be again? A lot of things about gaming is also mental gymnastics. Wouldn't it also be interesting if you put something in the game that made another spark in me? Oh man, I just got an achievement for playing 300 hours. Wow, it's a it's a instead of a 10G achievement, it's 200 Gs or whatever, what, whatever the case may be, whatever it's worth. Maybe I get a special badge or maybe I get five bucks or whatever it is. I want to see things like that happen to where the consumer gets awarded for their time more so than you having to open up different apps and try out different games. And because at the end of the day, no matter what game that you say, hey, just pop on this game for five minutes on your phone. I'm not doing that. That's not how I play games. I'm not interested in that. My life goes beyond that. Put it. Put it in front of me when I'm in my gaming experience, right? Uh, okay. Give me a goal to work towards. That's what I want to see personally out of the system uh, versus just you reworking it to make the trophies or the achievements look better to you. Because um, at the end of the day, what I be, I mean, more people are just going to use it as a, oh, you're not a real gamer because you don't have <laughs> this achievement or what, because that's what it's become to now, right? People use trophies and people use achievements. They use your gamer score. Like, Oh, it's been, wep- it's become this, weaponized for sure. Yeah. And, and that makes, and yeah. that just makes no sense, especially at least to me as someone who, when I play a game, I, I get involved in that game and I want to experience fully experience the world. So it's easy for me to put a hundred hours on almost every game that I play. Oh, okay. So it's like, you know, I, that's what I would want to see personally. No, that makes sense. Real quick, Timothy uh, Heatland uh, adds an additional five dollars super chat. Thank you for the generosity, uh, brother. Definitely appreciate it. He says no clip is the one that did the Crystal Dynamics uh, documentary. Yes, uh, no so, clip. Yeah, thank, thank you, you thank, thank you for that as well. I do want to before we get on out of here, we do outros. Uh, I, I do want to read just another excerpt from uh, uh, so, so you know what I'm talking about. According to Jez Corden, he says it's unclear who was behind the actual pro- project. That was presented to Microsoft during this event. A team of designers and developers at Microsoft joined forces uh, during this year's hackathon event mm-hmm. to create a proof of concept called the Xbox Achievements 3.0. The system would sit alongside the existing gamer score system, awarding players with PlayStation like bronze, silver, and gold trophies for various per title and even system level accomplishments. For example, in the video that they shared with us, anonym, uh, shared, shared with us anonymously because they don't know who did this, uh, you can see concept metal art popping up for 300 plus titles that are currently uh, for games that are on Xbox Game Pass. This again, it's anonymous, it's anonymous, uh, you know, uh, person that reached out to Jez and Windows Central. I love it. I, I love the fact that maybe there would be a different change in the uh, in the achievement system. I, I, I I'm always happy for change. To be honest with you. Um, and that's that's a system that even though it's great, it is great. The achievement system is awesome, um, and I love seeing it and uh, you know pop up. And I always feel a, se- a self satisfaction, if you will, when it does. I would love to see maybe a bit of a refresh. Maybe that will happen. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But listen, real quick, we have to thank Element OPO, good friend of the thank program. You. He's been a, a big supporter for years. Thank you so much for being here. He drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says Xbox already has a, re- a rewards incentive for making said achievements, but it would be nice to see points automatically added for rewards in the future. As it's now, you have to indicate the uh, the initiate the action. I, I agree there. I think that's what's, uh, what uh, Still Rain was saying, something mm-hmm. that it should go, like I shouldn't have to go click on the rewards section. It should automatically, when you do something, you just get to rewards. And, and, and to some extent, it does that through like the daily stuff. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it doesn't. It it doesn't. It doesn't register. I don't know why that is. But listen, it's not broken. It just maybe may, might need a refresh. Yeah. Um, I believe that is all the super chats. I want to uh, thank you for being here, Steel Rain. Thank you for thank you. hanging out for seventy minutes. I want to thank well over three hundred and fifty people that tuned in. Of course, I want to say a huge thank you for all the super chats. I mean, I, I, we can't do it without you. And the Super Chats, yes, we do give a lot away, but they do go on in the background. Uh, I needed new lighting this year. I needed a new Logitech camera. Uh, programs that I, that I do the thumbnails and I do my video editing, I, you know, that's, that's not for free. We use a lot of the Super Chats for these advancements. Uh, and it does help more than you know, trust me. And when you stream five days a week, you got to make sure you have your, your S in order but listen, Steel Rain, we got to talk about you, brother. We got to talk about living split screen. We got to talk about where can people get the information live, raw, and uncut each and every Saturday. Thank you. Talk about your brand. Sell it because you guys are close. You guys are really close to 1K. We want to see yeah. that before the end of 2022. Let's talk about where people could subscribe to your incredible YouTube channel. So they can see your brother from another pong. So each and every Saturday. And where can people reach out to you on social media? So, ladies and gentlemen, I make it really easy for everybody. If you want to follow me personally, it is exactly how it spells on right here. It's I still rain. I the T is a seven. I did that just to make everything streamlined. Whether you want to just make it easy, look on Google, type it in. You will find all of my links, all of my information right there. Um, I've done that on purpose. Again, streamlining things makes it super easy for everybody. Um, other than that, um, every Saturday morning, uh, I am one of the hosts for a non-console centric platform called living split screen uh where we take the rts approach that's real-time strategy if you're not familiar where you pull yourself out of the world look at the darker crevices of the map of the industry we pull our resources together to build up that foundation uh to hopefully speak to these three billion gamers that phil always speaks to man uh the more we can expand our industry the more that we as the gamer are going to see the benefits from it um and i think the more voices that could be heard uh the better off this industry will be uh with that being said uh if you guys want to follow us there please do uh we are on the road to 1k um i do want to hit that by the end of the year if we do i will be playing callisto protocol live for all the viewers um i will come out of my pocket and make sure that that happens if not i did bring up something else um and this again i have no intention of buying this game so we hit a uh, 1k that's what i i will make it happen but I put something else on the line uh, just in case people are interested. I also put out that if you guys want to end up gifting living split screen, Callisto Protocol, I, because Pong won't do it. <laughs> it's, it's way pa- Pong's a scaredy cat. <laughs> I mean, and I am too. Don't get it twisted, which is why I think it'll be funny. But um, if it is gifted to living split screen, I will 
uh, just to kind of circumvent the 1K, uh, because again, I, I do want to be realistic, but for the people that still want to see it happen, um, if, it, if it happens that way in this gift, I will still fully stream the complete game, start to finish, uh, for all the viewers to enjoy. I do think it was funny. I am probably going to pucker up quite a bit. Um, I'm not ready for that ride, but again, it's an additional option. Uh, I know some people see try, try to put it out, OG begging. No, I don't want to play the game, but I will because I understand the quality and I also understand uh, what's there. I'm just not a scary game guy. So you guys are going to get a lot of fun out of this if you make if it ends up happening. That's that's awesome. I, I, I love to hear those kind of challenges. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to be playing it. Uh, I bought it uh, and uh, I actually use some Microsoft war, war, reward points to pay nice. for it. Nice. I will be recording some footage. Uh, I didn't have a chance. I have Need for Speed as well. Unbound is getting yes. incredible reviews from the community, especially Pong Soul and Mav. Mav loves it. Yeah, um, I, I have it. I downloaded again. I just, I just don't have the time. Uh, I've been playing um, Evil West. Oh my god! That I've game heard you talk about that. So I've, good. I've Holy seen a lot of negativity. Cow. It's so freaking good. All I can say is that if you ever wanted to see what a baby looked like between Gears of War. And um, Bulletstorm, and you add some God of War to it. That's what this game is. Graphically, mm. it's a masterpiece. It, it is. Yeah. It's. I just love it. I mean, again, wait for a sale if you want. But I, I'm absolutely loving it. Shout out to Dan, the man Cunningham. I didn't see him earlier. Welcome, brother. And JT Gamer, what's going on, brother? How are you guys feeling? Thank you for being here. Super appreciate the support. And uh, don't forget. Uh, Friday morning, breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a bunch of people coming in. We have a lot of big topics. Uh, and, of course, I'll be on this Saturday. I'll be hanging out with uh, Miles Dompierre of Windows Central Gaming. I'm going to be his special guest on Xbox Chatterdays. Can't wait to be reprise my role. I've been on his, uh, on his show a couple of times. Uh, and uh, he'll be putting out the info on that. Uh, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say thank you again for being here. Thank you for the incredible Super Chats that support Double Barrel Gaming. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of X-Vlog Live. <laughs>